Unite and unite and let us all unite, for summer is to come on today, and whither we are going we will all unite in the merry morning of May. The Cornish May Carol is one of hundreds of songs and poems celebrating May Day. Traditionally it is a holiday celebrating the warmer days when the crops are sown and the sheep and cattle turned out to pasture. We are halfway between the first day of spring and the summer solstice. Ancient people and pagans have probably always celebrated this time of year. The first big May Day celebration started when the Romans invaded, bringing their festival of Floria, the goddess of flowers. They worshipped Floria by bringing her sheaves of wheat. The Romans also worshipped Dionysus and Aphrodite, the god of excess and the goddess of love. The Celts brought the festival of Beltane, purifying the beginning of summer with bright fire. The fire celebrates the return of the light after months of darkness. The festival of Beltane has been revived recently and is used as a way of connecting us to the planet and highlighting the environmental threats of the way that we live. In medieval times, May Day marked the wedding of the goddess Floria to the green man, who is the pagan archetype of spring and fertility. The green man is depicted covered with greenery and adorns many churches as well as pubs. The pole of the Maeve pole represents the green man and the floral circle at the top is goddess bride Floria. The crowning of the May Queen is also a tribute to Floria and her fertility. The medieval ceremonies marking May Day are also where the tradition of jumping the broomstick comes from. Men and women who couldn't afford to get married used to hold hands and jump over the stick as a way of marking their union. Although the first ceremonies weren't connected to religion, the Virgin Mary is also celebrated on May Day. In Catholic traditions, she's given a crown of flowers. This day is also a chance to celebrate Mary's husband St Joseph. In effect, it is a tribute to the couple who parented Jesus. Throughout all these times, the themes of May Day are love, union, renewal, a connection to nature and the celebration of a year which has returned. These are also regular themes in creative counselling using Jungian archetypes. It's perhaps no accident that as somebody in therapy begins to reconnect to a sense of self, they often also become more connected to nature. Clients make mandalas out of flowers, leaves and berries in the same way that a May Queen would have a circular crown made from nature's bounties. So flowers, seeds, twigs and stones are all important parts of a creative therapist's toolkit. We are like Floria, bringing our clients back to the simplest and most important parts of life. It feels particularly poignant saying this at a time when the most important archetypal goddess of them all, Mother Earth, is so under threat. Jung believed that archetypes came from our essential nature and that we could call on them when we needed them. And it seems to me at the minute that many of us, especially our young people, are calling on Mother Earth to manifest and save us from ourselves. A case in point would be the reason why May Day isn't always on the 1st of May in England. In 1978, it was moved to the first Monday of the month. The Labour government of the time wanted May Day to mark International Workers' Day. This commemorates the shooting of protesters by police in Chicago in 1886 in what's become known as the Haymarket Affair. 
ringleaders of that protest against poor working conditions were hanged afterwards in what's become an infamous miscarriage of justice. So, May Day is a time for connection to the land and to celebrate the coming of another spring, but is also a time to remember our connections to each other. The Cornish May Carol sounds like a happy little ditty, but it is also an elegy for the young men and women of Padstow who were lost in battle with the French. Perhaps May Day is a time to remember in all its parts, good and bad. <laughs>